Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Hello. Hi. Are you still poony? I'm still dying. Oh. Uh, so welcome to the 13th episode now, number 13. Unlucky, Unlucky for, for some. some. Jenks. Touch wood. <laughs> I'm already touching I know, it. we were both were. <laughs> so therefore it doesn't count, all right? I need to click my pen. No, you don't need to click your pen. So she clicks her pen. I need to write the scoreboard <laughs> ready. So to remind everybody, what are the scores from Kirsty versus Dylan? Uh, basically, I'm trouncing you. That's not a number. That's all people need to know. What are the scores, please? You've got 170. Wah, wah, wah. And I've got 186. Woo! Kirsty versus Okay, so we have some new categories of quizzes. Yes, we went out to the shops and we purchased some more trivia boxes. Yes. Um, we've got Disney, 2000s and DreamWorks. Yep, yeah. we do. Uh, so we have lots, we have loads and loads and loads. So hopefully it lands on something new so you guys can... You're going to keep spinning it until it lands on no, something I'm new because I know what you no, like. No, but yes, it is my turn to spin. I'm going to go this way and go that way. Yes. 2000s. Whoop, whoop. Okay. I need to get it out of the box. Let's get, let's get quizzical. Quizzical. Anyway, my turn to be the taskmaster, the quizmaster. Taskmaster, where's that from? I think you're thinking of uh, Spooks. <laughs> no, but Spooks is good. Well, that's only... Be in here, actually. Oh, yeah? Because it's from the 2000s. So, so there better not be any spoilers? Because uh, I've, I've only just started watching it. So this is all about trivia in the noughties, so pop culture as usual, yeah, yeah. entertainment. It was it was the era we were growing up in, so yes. hopefully we would know a bit. Hopefully, hopefully I get more than 10. I hope that My goal is to get more than 10, but you're answering first, so are you ready? Yes. Question number one of a possible 20 points. Mm-hmm. What E4 television show featured an Adele song in a 2008 episode? A Skins, B Nearly Famous, C Shameless. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, um, I don't remember it in Skins. Okay. Um, I did watch all of Shameless and I can't remember that. So Nearly Famous? Yeah. Was it? So true or false, the mm-hmm. Apple iPhone was first released for sale in November 2001. Oh, I think that's true. No? The Apple iPod was the first oh. released in 2001, six years before the iPhone. Okay, question three. True or false, Slumdog Millionaire won Best Picture Director and Screenplay at the BAFTAs, Golden Globes and the Oscars. It did win a lot of awards, so true. Yeah, that's correct. What is the name of a unique sort of song that is used by characters in the film Happy Feet? A heart song, B voice song, C feet song. Heart song. No. Correct. In the film Happy Feet, Elijah Wood provides the voice for the character of Mumble. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. He's also now Spyro. I love Spyro. <laughs> so who won the 2004 Formula One British Grand Prix? 
Kimi Raikkonen, Michael Schumacher, Rubens Barrichello. <laughs> uh, Michael Schumacher, the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, I know all three of them, actually. But yes, it was Michael Schumacher. So Schumacher is the only driver in history to win seven Formula One World Championships. Mm. True or false, the 2007 British Children's Book of the Year, Flanimals of the Deep, was written by Ricky Gervais. Sounds like a name he would give, true. <laughs> yes, true indeed. True or false, in March of 2001, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, mm-hmm. said that it was investigating a kidnapping plot against Bob Dylan. True or false? When? 2001, March 2001. Oh, I don't remember. False. Yep, the kidnapping plot was actually against Russell Crowe. <laughs> wow, okay. So how many Brit Awards was The Streets nominated for in 2002? Oh one, none, or four? Oh, see, they were quite... They were only really a one-hit wonder, though, weren't they? I can't remember much by them. Right? Um, dry your eyes, mate. <laughs> uh, one. Jesus. So the cover page for the Streets album, original uh, pirate material, is Towering Inferno by photographer Rut Blees Luxemburg. True or false, The Dark Knight, directed by Christopher Nolan and starring Heath Ledger, is the Joker, premiered in New York 2008. Mm, I think it's more than 11 years ago since he died. So, false? Me? <laughs> really? Yeah. When British performer opened the 2007 concert... Sorry, completely read the wrong freaking thing. Which British mm-hmm. performer opened the 2007 concert for Diana? The Spice Girls, Elton John, The Who. In which year? 2007. Spice Girls, Elton John, The Who. Mm. Elton John? Yeah. Comedian Ricky Gervais improvised a set... Well, with uh, while technical issues delayed Elton John's closing set at the 2007 concert for Diana. Only Ricky Gervais. Eh? Mm-hmm. In Star Wars Episode the Third, Revenge of the Sith, what directs the clone troopers to kill the Jedi? Order sixty six, Command sixty six, or Order fifty six? I don't know. B. Order 66. It's a bit of a tough question. In Star Wars episode the third, Revenge of the Sith, the clone troopers' vehicles are 10-wheeled HV6 juggernaut armoured personnel carriers. Excellent. <laughs> what character was most widely known for her phrase, am I bothered? <laughs> Sally Field, Jackie Stone, Lauren Cooper. But I'm a bothered all. <laughs> but I'm a bothered. Which is the answer? It's C. Come on. Yet Lauren Cooper was a fictional character in the Catherine Tate show. That's one of my all-time favourite shows ever. Well, clearly not. Uh, which concert with stages on seven continents began on July the 7th, 2007? Live Earth, Ozfest, the concert for Diana. Eh? Yeah, the July 2007 Live Earth concert set uh, records the most viewed internet streams. True or false, Arctic Monkeys won two consecutive Brit Awards for Album of the Year in the 2000s. True. It is indeed correct, Amando. Let's go, Stargold. You have a lot of true or false questions again. It's a fix. Oh, here, true, off, true or false, in its first week, iTunes store customers bought more than what, a million songs. True. Yep. He's one for you. 
who was the FIFA Women's World Player of the Year in 2001 and 2002? Michelle Akers, Carla Worden, or Mia Hamm? Yeah, actually, having a giraffe. No, no. What, what are the names? Michelle Akers, Carla mm. Worden, Mia Hamm. <laughs> Mia Hamm. <laughs> no, that wasn't my answer, but okay. So, <laughs> I was just uh, laughing at her name. <laughs> Well, I took that as your answer. So Mia Hamm was a member of the 1991 and 1999 FIFA Women's World Cup gold medal winning teams. That was totally my answer. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I was just laughing at her name. In, well, that's fine. You got an extra sneaky point. In J.K. Rowling's books, what is the Harry? What what is the what is Harry Potter's middle name? Samuel James Robert James. Sasha Baron Cohen mm-hmm. won which award for his portrayal of Borat in 2006? A Golden Globe, an Oscar, or a Grammy? That won't be a Grammy because that's musical. Um, what were the first two? Golden, Golden Globe or Oscar? A Golden Globe. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen also starred in the film Talladega Nights with Will Farrell. I think that's how you say it. Talladega or Talladega. Um, So who won BBC One's Fame Academy Series 2 in 2003? I never watched this. James Fox, Alex Parks, Carolyn Good. The only name that sticks out is Alex Parks. Yep, the Bee Gees' Robin Gibb was a judge on the short Fame Academy Series 2. Final question. What kind of animal is Aslan in the Chronicles (gasps) of Nord? Lion. Is he a fox, a squirrel or a bear? Who? Aslan. You're reading a... A fox, a squirrel, or a bear. Aslan. Yes, Aslan. The lion. (laughs) He is a lion? (laughs) I'm lying. That wasn't one of the questions. Oh, that was really shit joke. Aslan the lion helps Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy defeat the White Witch in the Chronicles of Narnia. The lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, to be (laughs) specific. The fox, the witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah, absolutely. So what's, what's your score? 15. Oh, my God. Right, I am ready to be absolutely trounced again. Right, true or false, just two series received Best British Soap Award in the 2000s, EastEnders and Coronation Street. True. That is correct. Which band defeated Leona Lewis at the 2008 Brit Awards, Vampire Weekend, Take That, or Kaiser Chiefs? Take that. Uh, the Leona Lewis single, Bleeding Love, was nominated for a 2008 Brit in the category Record of the Year. True. Well, that was just the, that was just oh, the fact. I thought it was a question. No. Is that true or false? Against, true. against whom... Did British boxer Ricky Hatton suffer a big defeat in 2007? Louis Calazzo, Calazzo, Freddie Pendleton, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Las Vegas, Nevada was the scene of the crime for British boxer Ricky Hatton's notable 2007 defeat at the hands of Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, Which of these is the title of the hit 2008 album by Leona Lewis? Spirit, Faith or Grace? Spirit. Uh, Leona Lewis won the third season of X Factor in 2006, winning a £1 million uh, recording contract with Simon Cowell's record label Psycho Music. True or false? In 2003, NASA's space probe Galileo Galileo uh, <laughs> drove into Jupiter's atmosphere. In 2003, NASA's space probe Galileo drove into Jupiter's atmosphere. True or false? False. No. 
thought Jupiter was just a bit too optimistic. No, apparently not. Uh, where is character Borat from? Iraq, Kazakhstan, Pakistan. Kazakhstan. Uh, Borat is the star of 2005 film Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like him. Do you not like Ali G? I like Ali G. It's the only thing I like, but okay. Borat is just a bit too far. Right. Uh, in the title of Richard Dawkins' 2006 play for Science or Religion, What is God? An invention, a delusion, a mistake. An illusion. An it? So it was delusion. Oh, delusion. It was invention, delusion, or a mistake. So you you, you just free, you just throw in a secret answer <laughs> D, did you? Fourth answer D. Delusion. No, his book's called The God Delusion. That's not even the fun fact, the fun facts afterwards. Um, Richard Dawkins published The Selfish Gene in 1976. Yeah, he, he had a book called The God Delusion. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the electronics. What electronics retailer purchased Napster in September two thousand and eight for uh, one hundred and twenty-one million? Circuit City, Best Buy, or Tiger Direct? Best Buy. That is correct. Uh, Best Buy Co. sold its struggling Napster online service to competitor Rhapsody in two thousand and eleven. True or false? Television viewers were inundated in 2005 with Jamster adverts featuring Silly Toad. Frog. Crazy Frog. It was. Crazy Frog, the advertising mascot for Jamster mobile ringtones, was eventually banned before the watershed. Because of his penis. Because of his little dong. (laughs) I bought so much shit off that as well. I know, I racked up like a 30 quid. Well, I didn't. Ha- oh, I didn't have a contract. Wow! I, uh, I used like thirty quid of top ups. Credit, I. Mm. Sorry, Dad, I've run out of me five pound <laughs> credit that I put up on the weekend. What have you spent it on? Ringtones. Got some ringtones, <laughs> ring and I got a Tom Clancy game. And they were all like polyphonic, and it was like do 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 do, do sounding out like the actual yeah. song. Yeah, well, no, you could make out the song, but they were shy. Right <coughs> Do you have infrared? Can you sell us that tune, please? <laughs> it's really good. And then you had to sit for your whole break with your phones right next to each other and don't fucking move them. <laughs> anyway, what Scottish alternative band, Franz Ferdinand's breakout single? What was, sorry, Scottish band's Franz Ferdinand's breakout single? Michael, Take Me Out, The Dark of the Matinee. <laughs> Take Me Out. Yes, Franz Ferdinand hit single Take Me Out has been used to promote games on systems like PSP and Xbox. Yes. True or false, a 2005 patent filed by Sony describes a device that would transmit sensory data back directly into the brain. Oh. True. That is correct, but it doesn't give me any more information. Okay. (laughs) I am intrigued. Uh, with, uh, With which computer... Company did Giselle Bushend sign a multi-million dollar contract deal with in 2006? Apple, HP or Microsoft? Whoa, what was the question again? So with which computer company did Giselle Bushend sign a multi-million dollar deal in 2006? Apple, HP or Microsoft? I think just given... I'm going to go for Apple. I yeah. think just given the timeline, that's when they started like really expanding and started like um, putting out all those new products and stuff. 
so this is an unrelated fact, of course. In in school in Brazil, Giselle was giving the nickname Oliver Palito, which refers to Popeye's skinny girlfriend, olive oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. True or false, Salman Rushdie was a cameo role in has a cameo role, sorry, in two thousand and one romantic comedy Bridget Jones's Diary. True. That is correct. I don't know who that is. No, neither do I. Where was the golf's British Open played in 2004? London, Troon in Scotland, Liverpool, England. Scotland. That just makes sense. Like, yeah. does London have a golf? Not really in Liverpool. Would it be in Liverpool? I don't know. I don't I don't really do golf. American Todd Hamilton won the 2004 British Open in a four-hole playoff against Ernie Eels. What year did Adele headline her first UK tour? 2001, 2002 or 2007? 2001. Seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Adele has performed as an opening act for Denev- Denev- Devendra Banhart, Amos Lee and Jamie T. Only one I know is Jamie T. I know. Uh, true or false? I love you. My Doom and Stormworm are examples of early 2000s viral internet memes. True. <laughs> I'm really shocked you didn't get that. Apparently they are all internet viruses. Same yeah. Again. I love you in capital letters, all uh, one word. Yes, yes. My Doom, all one word, and then Stormworm. Yeah. Uh, what free surface does Skype provide? Games, VoIP. Spelt V I V O I P, sorry. Or money transfer. Voice over internet protocol. Oh, you're such a fucking prick. <laughs> yes, VoIP or voice over internet protocol allows you to make voice calls over broadband connection. You just have to dial up first. <laughs> oh, and you can't be on the phone at the same <laughs> Dad! Dad, get off get the phone! I'm trying to buy something on Napster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. on, what's not even called Napster, is it? On Jamster, Dad. Mm. Uh, right, which of the following is a video game title? James Bond versus Bart Simpson. I'll, I'll, I'll say that later. James Bond, Agent Under Fire. Or James Bond in Hyrule. <laughs> Rule? Hyrule. Like Rahul. Hyrule. Rule R U L E H Y R U L E Hyrule. Oh, Hyrule. Hyrule. Uh, what was the? <laughs> <laughs> Which of the following is a video game title? James Bond versus Bart Simpson, James Bond Agent Under Fire, or James Bond in Hyrule? James Bond Agent Under Fire. Why? Why are we not buying Hyrule? I, 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 I wasn't buying Bart Simpson, but it could have been Hyrule. Hyrule. Uh, I was going to say if that was a game I wanted to play it but then I had to stop myself I know Uh, in James Bond Agent on Fire it was released uh, in 2001 the player must defeat characters such as Blotch oh yeah I know Blotch and the Jackal and I know him as well I've never watched James Bond Uh, which country finally granted women the right to vote in 2005 Jesus Christ Saudi Arabia Namibia or Kuwait Saudi Arabia. Q8. Women's rights to vote 
uh, was first decreed in 1999, but was overruled six months later. Yes, we have been oppressed for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false, Matthew Roche and Christopher Camp were the first couple to enter a civil partnership in the UK in 2005. True. Yes, congratulations. They would have been married now for 14 years. Yes, whoop whoop. Congratulations. I hope they're still together. That would be Oaks. <laughs> Sorry if you're not. Sorry if that brings back some memories. <laughs> oh, God. So, what was the scores? The scores on the doors. You got 14. Oh, well, I beat me target of 10. And I got 15. Oh, of course you did. So, you got, you're now on 184. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I need to do some quick maths. Quick maths. One plus one is two quick maths. Uh, <laughs> to distract them while I'm adding up. Two, one, one plus one is two quick maths. I've got 201. Okay. I um, watched a video. I think it might have been the same guy. What's he called? The man's not hot guy. Um, big, li- big big shark? shark? Is it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it little shark? I don't know. Is Biggie's dad? Or is he little? I don't know. Anyway, one of the sharks. <laughs> I don't know whether it was Dada Shark or Baby Shark, but one of the sharks. Um, but I think he was he was in a and he was he was in a studio with uh, some other singer, and I know this is like really vague. But um, he said to the last that you're oh, you're very um, tintillating, and she was like, "Oh, nice, nice. Describe tintillating." And he's like, "No, no, you you describe tintillating." She's like, "No, no, you said it." Describe it. And he was just like, uh, uh. Well, I think he meant titillating, but that was a little bit inappropriate. Well, he didn't mean titillating. <laughs> he, he meant, I didn't mean. I don't know, I'm not him. So. Anyway, <laughs> I, um, the IKEA Christmas advert's been on a few times. Have you seen it yet? No, the IKEA. The IKEA Christmas advert. And it makes us think of him. Um, the style of the music in it, so we'll have to watch it. Yes, we do. Okay. Not. So it is now time for something that we haven't done yet in Game of Two Halves. It was in our previous episode, uh, no podcast. Yeah. Do we cast? Um, it's the return of something that very controversial. Controversial corner. <laughs> So this is something where we ask a question. Um, it could be a controversial question. It could be a, a rude question. It could be a... a um, could just be a time for people to share their honest opinions. Yes. The controversial element is the opinions, I guess. So <laughs> this week's question is... Is, is Boris Johnson... Bojo. Bojo. A good PM. Yes. Prime Minister. And... I was expecting some. I was expecting some shade to be thrown at Bojo, to be honest. I, I was just going to say flat out hate, but we'll go with shade. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, most of it, I'm not going to say overwhelmingly positive, but most of it was actually quite positive. Positive, N- neutral to positive. Yeah, yes, but there's there's there is a general consensus, which I think you'll probably get. So. Craigie Weegie said he's better than the last two, but have we had a good Prime Minister in the last five decades? 
I like it how he's put Prime Minister as one word. He's missed out the E in Prime. Yeah, but that was my fault, to and be then, honest, because I spelled yeah, it well, originally. <laughs> well, someone identified that further down, <laughs> whereas he's just went with your really shit spelling. Yeah. It was Prime late, Minister. It was late at night. Prime have Minister. We, have we had a good Prime Minister? Prime Minister. <laughs> I like it. So Tell has said, better than all of the other contenders, that's for sure. Rachel, Rachel. identified your spelling mistake. I'm yes. more concerned over the fact that Prime Minister is one word. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she went on to say, I think he's a bit of a stuck up TWAT, but considerably better than any other alternative. So, yep. And Graham has said, nope, carbon is no better, but stopping Brexit is the priority. Um, So I think, oh, I mean, I've been a bit of a fan of Labour. I'm not going to say a fan, but I've always kind of been a Labour supporter just because it's historical in this part of the country. It's always going to be a Labour kind of nation mm-hmm. like state whatever you want to call it um and it's because we are the ones that have always been the hard workers where we're the ones that have and i don't want to take away from pe- obviously people do hard work oh, down yes, south but we're the ones that do or, or have been known historically to do a lot of the dirty work so mining the mining industry was big up in the north um pits and things um, steel working was was quite big up in the north. A lot of the hard, dirty jobs were up here, um, and that's what labour were for. Labour were for the working class people who did the hard, dirty jobs, and that's that's where it's been sort of bred into us. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, Mark, there's always been a north and south divide and it's just because that well it you know it always is there is probably always going to be one because in terms of investment and stuff the south is always going to be favored over the north because it's where most of the money is yeah um with it with london being the the capital like it's obviously everything's going to stem out of london and um, it's a tourist hotspot so but margaret thatcher probably she really really stuck in the knife and created the divide even yeah she dramatically there was no going back once more with thatcher and there's different opinions over like in different parts of the country mm-hmm. and in fairness i don't think that what she did was um obviously you know closing the minds complete industry mm-hmm. is unforgivable but i don't think her whole reasoning behind it was um no and she did she did do a lot of good things so like um buy to let or let to buy um that that was one of her ideas and a lot of people up in the north would never have been able to afford to actually own their property if it wasn't for that scheme yeah so there was stuff that she did that really damaged the north but in in another way she also helped people actually be able to own their properties. And, and there was a couple of other bits and pieces as well. Yeah. Um, my mum and dad would never have been able to buy their house. It wasn't even that much. It was only like 60 grand when they were trying to buy it. But that's just the difference between us up here and them down there. Yeah. But not that I want to instill my views on anybody because ultimately mm-hmm. my views aren't really that important in the grand scheme of things. No. When it comes to politics... 
and I'm, I wouldn't ever tell anybody that they're wrong for voting for whoever they want to vote for. But That's your right. I definitely no longer am a supporter of Labour and um, I don't know where I'm going to go or if I'm even going to vote at all because it's it's realistically not going to make a huge difference in this part of the country. Um, well, I, I don't know, to be fair, because the last time they slipped up, um, that's when people like UKIP and the BNP nearly got in. So I definitely think it's worthwhile voting. Who I'm going to vote for, I'm, I'm not sure of at this stage. Yeah. But um, I think it would be wise to still vote for somebody, even if it is just an independent party. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I'm going to vote just because... It's nice to have a, a vote and a say, but um, whether or not Labour will will ever be not in control over here is a yeah. different story. I think but, even though, sorry to interrupt, I think even if they get the seat, if they see that people's votes are changing, then that'll give them a kick. Because is it Bridget Phillips that's in Sunderland? Bridget Phillips then, isn't it? Something like that. She... She she knows. Every time she goes to the polling station, she always knows she's going to win. She stands there and she looks nervous and pretends, but she knows. Everyone everyone who actually cares about politics up in the north always vote Labour. Always. They always have done. Always will. Apart from when they got the chip on their shoulder about um, like foreign workers coming in and then people started voting for UKIP and, and BNP and that's how they nearly got in. Um, but I think if we take a stand and we vote for another party, yeah, they may still get in, but they'll see that the votes are declining for them and they'll have to do something because they can't allow it to to change. I think it's not, it's, it's not a case of just Labour... And it's not a case of I don't like Labour because I don't like Jeremy Corbyn. Like yeah, this. I, I don't like Jeremy Corbyn. But I also think that if he gets into power with his policies and mm-hmm. he implements half the stuff he wants to implement, it's going to be, we're going to become such a weak country. Mm-hmm. We're already seen as a bit of a weak country now anyway. Yeah. Um, and he wants to take away, I mean, I know this is probably not the most important thing to some people, but it's important to me. He wants to take away the nuclear deterrent that we've got and he wants to basically make us all sit by a campfire and sing kumbaya <laughs> and um it's just not going to happen as soon as we have as soon as we have that nuclear deterrent taken away from us yeah then we our armies and stuff there's there's not much investment in those like the defense budget is is less and less it's just but also a crazy old guy but also it's not like yes he might want that and in in a world where it's full of rainbows and butterflies he might be able to get that way but he's also got to then get the votes to back that and you've got to think is he going to get the votes for that and taking a look about the other people who are there and what they have spoken about or what they believe in I, I don't think that he'll get the votes in parliament to then bring that about Yeah. Um. so then well, you've got to think about other policies that are more likely to get actual votes and basically outweigh the options of, of who's in the leadership seat and what they're saying they're going to do and then be realistic and say, are they going to get the votes to actually do anything? Yeah, I think it's it's one of them things. We, 
he probably isn't going to get the votes to do that because people are probably going to feel the same as I do. But mm-hmm. there was a time where we were, I mean, in terms of sort of being a rich country, we're, we're you know, in terms of being, a, you know, like all about power, the power index. And on the power index, we're still quite high up the list, but we're still a really good company, uh, company, country, and we still have lots of values and we were you know we're, we're one of the biggest importers and exporters and all that stuff but we used to be far superior than we are now and i think we're, we're kind of with this whole brexit thing um i think people just look down upon us now and i think it's a real shame but yeah um i'm no expert these are just my opinions obviously you you don't have to agree you can completely disagree if you'd like i won't hold anything against you um but having said that the conservative party has helped me more than the labor party has in the time that they've been in government i think they've been in government now about 10 year or ish uh i think maybe yeah. They've been in there a while anyway, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Uh, or is it nine years? Well, because it was the coalition, but they were in charge. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but personally, I've seen more money in my pocket from a Conservative government than I have from a Labour government. But at the same time, our most vulnerable have been hit in the pocket, so... Yeah. Like, people just do just think of, our oh, Labour's for the North. My parents have all voted Labour, so I'm just going to vote Labour. And... That has been what I've done in the past, um, but I also, and it, it is always good to actually read what their policies are and what they're planning on, on doing and getting yourself educated because any any government could do something or, or want to do something that, that may not benefit you. So if you're a parent or if you are of a certain age, if you're elderly, like they might say, oh, we're going to take off so much or we're going to reduce the pension or we're going to tax this. And, you know, you've got to think about what the policies are and what's actually going to suit you because each party have their own agenda and their own thing that they're they're looking to change. So just because Labour are the, the, the party that I seemed or always come across as being for the working class that doesn't always mean that their policies are going to suit you as a person yeah no that is true and that's that's the that's part of being a democracy isn't it people Mm -hmm. have their own opinion and you know they they're entitled to that and we're a country where we do have a say and we don't just have to go with with one side of the story or one opinion or one person that's that's what's good about yeah. that but um brexit's making a bit of a mockery of that at the minute though yes but the uh, i i didn't understand brexit well like i understand brexit but i didn't really understand what the implications of leaving the united european union would i don't think it was very well documented doc- documented i don't think it was very well known exactly themselves or if they did know they didn't advertise it and and let people know themselves i think a lot of people who voted to be out didn't know the full ramifications of of what was going to happen and and vice versa like i wanted to stay in because i didn't want things to change Mm -hmm. um because it's always better to go with what you know than what you don't 
And because there wasn't a lot of information about what would happen if we did leave, apart from what what sounded like false promises, which turned out to be false promises, um, I I didn't want it. I didn't want it to change. Yeah, me either. Well, I'm I'm the same. I voted to remain in, and a large reason for that is because I didn't understand what would happen if I if I voted out. But I'm not one of these people who are like, oh, do you know what? You know, there should be a new referendum. Blah no. blah 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 blah. It's we've we've had the vote. Mm-hmm. We've the people have decided whether ill-informed or not. That is the result, and in my exactly. opinion, that should be carried out. Mm-hmm. Um. But what I don't agree with is is this whole no Brexit thing, no deal Brexit. Like no. I, I don't want because that our that's our main source of trading. And yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I think we need to uh, we, we need to take a deal. Um, but I don't agree with this whole new referendum thing. It just completely goes against makes a mockery in the country, mm-hmm. as you said. So um, I don't like it, but I've accepted it and actually thinking about it once all of the the sort of paint has dried so Mm -hmm. to speak once we've left we probably will become really successful on our own and it's just going to take time to get there but yeah i don't think i've accepted that's going to happen now and yeah i'm not i'm not mourning about it i I think people should stop mourning about it they you know it was we were outvoted yeah Exactly. It it was it was close and it was it was horrible to see, but that's what's been decided and that's what needs to happen. Um yeah. so we need to draw a line under it and move forward. I agree with you about I don't think we should leave with no deal. Um I think that would be more detrimental than good. And and I think that's where it's that that's why it's so up in the air because Bojo is saying that I'm gonna leave no matter what. Yeah. Um and and that's not the right thing. Um, we need something in place with them, so that we can move forward with them. Because yes, we don't want to be part of the EU. Fair enough, but we are still like we we are still in trading with them. And if we lose that for both sides, it will be detrimental. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean. The EU definitely don't want us to leave, and they probably won't say this publicly, but they're going to lose out on so much income, like, mm-hmm. and they're going to lose out on so much produce as well. Like, um, we we sell we we um, like apples and stuff. Apples are a big trade for us in this country, and we our apples go all over the world, and um, I'm pretty sure the EU is a big sort of importer of our apples mm-hmm. um and not just apples like there is stuff that we are known for like our cars as well like our british branded stuff british brands are huge across the world and they're quite big in europe as well so they yeah then won't necessarily lose all of that but um make it more difficult if we don't have an open trade deal yeah and it'll be hard with even just ireland yeah I know. like the republic of not northern northern ireland obviously is still attached to us in a, in effect but northern ireland are part of europe they're separate they they wanted to be a separate entity and that will make everything so much more difficult if we don't yeah come up with something well this is it i mean i don't pretend to be an expert and clearly i'm not and i'm not a politician but 
Um, it is my democratic right to have an opinion, and this is my opinion, but, you know, it is something that is out of my control, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think regardless of what happens, our country is going to be fine. I think it might... might Just take some time. I think there'll be peaks and troughs, and yeah, I think mm-hmm. it'll take some time to get back up there. But once we are up there, I think that's when we'll start becoming, you know, kind of a main player on the world stage again. And we already kind of are, but were seen as as weak especially compared to you know america and china and um well it's because we're a small country and yeah. in the words of my mother just because we're a small country we can still kick ass do you remember the two world wars well i know but that was during a time where <laughs> we, we were at our peak i know and we were innovative and we you know these days if that would we we would i know it just wouldn't happen like I think any war any war that starts now would be over very quickly because people would just use nuclear arms and it would be... I know, it would be devastating. Be, that would be it. And nobody mm-hmm. wants that. And there's all this scaremonger in the news about, oh, Russia is, you know, on, on the verge of starting a war and, you know, Iran this and America are sanctioning this and sanctioning that. And it's all scaremonger and nobody wants a war. And well, you've got to think about things like if they use nuclear arms, like Hiroshima and Chernobyl, and other nuclear disasters. Like, nobody wants that no. for either side. I don't I don't think it would actually happen. I think you're right. I don't think anybody wants a war. No. I think it's just a last resort. But anyway, we're getting too deep. Too deep, I know. It's meant to be an entertainment podcast, <laughs> but a Brexit podcast. We're going to rename this to a game of two Brexits, or a game of two Brexit halves, or just Brexit In-sies halves. and outsies. <laughs> Apologies. For the long rant about politics, I'm sure you hate us now, but that's fine. Well, it's a bit strong. Well, they could. They could. A random complaint that was that is that is a real complaint, and it's a funny retail-related complaint. Um, it's not actually funny; it's quite serious. But a customer phoned to complain following the delivery of a curtain pole. On finding no one home, the driver decided it would be possible to still deliver the pole through the letterbox. When the customer returned, they found their dog pinned to the wall. Ah, oh, poor <laughs> little puppy. Bless him. <laughs> oh, well, Eenie today, the cat. <laughs> I like how you like Eenie, the cat. Eenie, Eenie. <laughs> well, because other people won't know that he, that's what he's called. So um, he started becoming obsessed with the post. So he'll always run to the door when the post has been delivered. And he, if it's still hanging half in, half out of the letterbox, he'll like scratch it out. So that it's just on the floor. And then you'll sniff it for a little bit and then you'll walk away. Well, this morning I got up. Uh, I got to the, the landing at the top of the stairs. And we've got sort of stairs and then it goes around a corner and then stairs going down. And on the corner step, there was a parcel on the floor. Oh, yeah, he brought it up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, hi, Dan, you got present, you got parcel. Well, I said to Dylan, I was like, did you bring this up? Did you leave this here? And then I picked it up and it had something in. Yeah. Well, he does that with his toys, hedgehog, but like a, a, a parcel. Yeah, we were lying in bed the other night and then about two o'clock in the morning he brought his hedgehog to, hedgehog to bed, started playing with it. And it makes like this little squeaky noise. And then he brought it back downstairs the other day and, and threw us the dirtiest look As he ever. was carrying it. <laughs> like, what are you looking at? It is my hedgehog. Well, I just heard, I just heard like a plastic little thump. And I was like, oh, is this Hedgy coming downstairs? And then he walked, like, he he didn't even walk. He, like, sashayed 
into the living room with such attitude and then threw us the side eye like, yes, can I help? Yes, peasant is my hedgehog. Can I help you? I'm bringing him back downstairs where he belongs, okay? <laughs> but, um, he spent too long in bed. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very weird character. <laughs> Inspiration so this is the part of the show where we try and end on a, on a bit of a high note so we leave you with a bit of positivity that will then come together and cr- create a little collation of positive energy that we that we want to share with you guys yes because as you know as always some people might think this is a bit cheesy and i think sometimes we even think this is a bit cheesy but um it is actually quite nice because some people need a little bit of motivation and there's some horrible things going on as always there's never nice never just one nice thing happening like the flooding in in sheffield and you know uh, york and, and things like that in south yorkshire it's awful but even even not just like natural disasters and things like people have their own personal problems. The Bubsy just burped in the background. Um, like uh, I've I've battled with anxiety and depression, and I know uh, a lot of other people do. Sometimes it's good to think about the positives in life because life and that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say life and then give a big speech. And then she stands no. We are designed with a dreaming brain and a hopeful spirit. It is our nature to envision the life of our dreams, and while dreaming comes easy to us, we must never forget that it takes strength, dedication, and courageous action to bring that dream to life. Ah, That's nice. So, yes. Dream big, but don't just dream. You know, make that dream become a reality. I think that mm-hmm. that is easier, far easier said than done. But... If you try, then you will succeed. Exactly. I seen something the other day, which I always say, but I seen someone else post it. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, then it's not the end. Yeah. I always say that to you, don't I? No. It'll all, yes, it'll all work <laughs> out in the end. If it hasn't, it's because it's not the end. Aye. Well, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this probably elongate... I, I, and do you know what it is? Controversial corner. I should never ask a political question because... It always ends up. Well, we we created it in our own heads as well. We like we went on about it like nobody else did. Oh no, I know that's why I'm saying <laughs> I should never ask a political question because we'll be here all day, and pol- politics divides opinion and it divides people and households. Exactly, and my mum um, voted out, <laughs> and I voted in, and then she was like, "Yay!" And um, no, <laughs> and. Yeah, so that's why I, I don't really like politics. And pol- unfortunately, politics comes into everything, and I've tried to avoid it. And it was my own fault for asking that question. But this is still a safe place. These are just our opinions, you know. We, we and we never judge anyone for their opinion. I Everyone has their own. Exactly. Like I don't care if you what you voted out or you voted in, or you love Boris Johnson or you love Jeremy Corbyn or. You know, you want the Lib Dems to become, you know, Nobody. the leader. I don't really <laughs> care. Like, um, I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm not going to, no. you know, you. I'm, I'm a strong believer that your opinion is your opinion and I will 
100% always respect your opinion. It's just when people force their opinion yeah. on you. That's the problem. And but that's not what we're doing. So apologies if you've taken it that way. But no, it's absolutely not. You you vote for who you want to vote. And you, you, you live how you want to live. You decide. You have your opinions. That's the beauty of free speech, isn't it, really? So Yeah. And you never know. Someone might say something to us that'll change our opinion. Exactly. I've changed my opinion from being a strong Labour supporter to being a strong non-Labour supporter so <laughs> with with no direction <laughs> yeah, I'm just yes anyway I'm we're going back on topic <laughs> we're trying to leave on a positive note so think what you want your mind is your own don't Hashtag let anyone vote for Joe fuck off <laughs> no nobody can tell you what to believe and True. if you try your best you will succeed True that, so thank you for listening again, and we'll see you... Thank you, Jesus, for bringing <laughs> Russell. Yeah, that was funny. Thank you, Russell Howard, for that. <laughs> <laughs> See you in the next one. Bye-bye. It means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show. If you want more, please subscribe on iTunes. If you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review, you will be forever in our hearts. Log on to GameOfTwo.com for more of what you came here for.